Welcome to the Countdown Podcast, where we are going to review Argyle. For you, my name's Wayne. And my name is Paul. Straight into it then for this brand new Matthew Vaughan film, which was made with Apple's money hmm. for, apparently, Wayne, 200 to $250 million. I was going to give you that one straight up front. I see it. The box office thus far has taken $41.3 million. Let's back it up now. Produced by Matthew Vaughan, Adam Bowling, David Reeds, and Jason Fuchs. Jason Fuchs being the writer of the film as well. He had a hand in the story for Wonder Woman and that Pan film a while back. Fuchs. Stars. Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, Henry Cavill, Sophia Boutella, Dua Lipa, Ariana DeBose, John Cena, and Samuel L. Jackson. It is 139 minutes long. And as I suggested by those numbers, not doing particularly well at the box office. But Wayne, what is, if you can do this, Argyle about? Without spoilers. Yep, yep, yep. Here we go. Uh, all right. So, reclusive author Ellie Conway. She writes best-selling espionage novels about a secret agent called Argyle. And Argyle, in her, in her movies, sorry, in her books, is on a mission to unravel, you know, global spy syndicates. However... Plots from her books, shall we say, start to mirror the covert actions of real-life spy organizations, and then fiction reality starts to blur and hilarity or, you know, hijinks ensue. How's that? Yeah, that will do just nicely. Now, according to the critical response, Wayne, over Rotten Tomatoes, this has 33% only of 248 critics' reviews as positive, with an average score of 4.9 out of 10, and on Metacritic, out of 56 mm. critics, 36 out of 100, the average score. Now, this was your most anticipated film Easily. of 2024. Easily the one you I was looking forward to. You had all kinds of Cavill and Rockwell boners going on left, right and centre. You could not have been more excited. I couldn't have. If the two of them had rocked up and offered to spit roast you. <laughs> I would have looped up dancing, immediately. Whilst dancing, you'd have dropped your drawers and said, please, gentlemen, have at it. Straight away. Not even close. So, Wayne, everyone wants to know. How did you find Argyle? <sighs> okay, Paul. You know when you really want to love a film mm -hmm. and you, you love it so much that you saw it twice in four days? You saw it twice? Yeah, Paul. I saw it twice. You loved it that much? No, Paul. <laughs> I was trying to love it that much. <laughs> okay. God damn. Here's what happened, people. So I go and see it gold class with a lady friend of mine and... I'm like, okay, I knew that the people, like the critic reviews had not been especially kind, Times. shall we say mixed, right? Um, uh, if you're being very generous, yeah, sure. Well, some people did apparently like it. Yeah, yeah I'm sure there are people who enjoy this film. So I'm like, so I'm saying to her, I'm like, yo, just so you know, this is not, like the, the, the reviews are not especially glowing, you know, because I was, you know, if I'm, if I'm taking you to a movie, Paul, I'm usually hyper about it. Mm -hmm. I won't take you to a movie I think ain't good, yeah, so, you know, so. Yeah, you're selling it up. So I'm like, all right, there you go. And I get a, I'll, be I'll be straight up with you, okay? I fell asleep a little bit. Oh. Right, and I fell asleep at the portion. There's without uh, spoilers. Yeah, without spoilers. There is, I think this is in the trailer. It's not in the trailer, sorry. But there are the, there's the odd dancing sequence in the film, more than one, shall we say? <laughs> and I fell asleep before one of them, which was a little bit of a setup for perhaps another sequence later in the film. Now, that hurt me, Paul. It hurt the film and it hurt me because when, shall we say, that theme is revisited later in the film... I went, what the fuck is this? That's what I said to myself. Mm. And I went, all right, let's just keep going. And that, what happened? Here's, here's the deal, okay? The film, for me, 
switches vibes like three times during the film. It's like it starts as this kind of film, and I'm like, okay, no, we're not doing that anymore. And it's this kind of film, but we're not doing that anymore. And it's this kind of film, and that can work. It just didn't for me on this. Okay, I think that the movie has got some fun twists and turns that I did enjoy. Okay, all right. Obviously, it's nice to see Henry Cavill. <laughs> As much as you do even see the, him, even Paul. with his shit haircut. Yeah, that's uh, this is a. Well, I, I saw an interview with him and Matthew Vaughn, and the interviewer said, "What's with the fucking hair?" Right? And Matthew Vaughn says, and he beckons to Henry Cavill's head and goes, "When you are blessed with this face, everything else is off limits. I'm going to give you weird shit to do." Right? I don't know if it was the right move or not. It wasn't. Look, it was Broken Arrow. It was John Travolta in Broken Arrow. That's what his fucking hairstyle is. Okay, mm. that flat top. That's what he's doing. And obviously, he's trying to create a silhouette. Yeah, but he was kind of a military-esque guy. In it was. Broken it was. Arrow, yeah. uh, the look was off. The yeah, if, yeah. he's even wearing band collar suits. Yeah, even the cl- yeah. Anyway, go I on. mean, look, it's a movie, right? So fine. Look, I think the movie was a bit long, Paul. I think mm, two hours yeah, twenty. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, yeah, two hours twenty. This could have been wrapped up in two. Yeah, all right. I agree. Overall, I would say what the. I'm not saying I didn't hate the film. Okay, but like I had a long way to fall from what I was hoping for. And now that we're in the film, and now that I've gone through it twice, right? <laughs> I, I saw it twice, in the, and the second one was Titan XC. So I've put about, I dropped about sixty dollars on this film. Thank well, you, you, you are a Significant proportion of the Absolutely. box office of this film. Absolutely. <laughs> Without me, he's dropping a mill. <laughs> but like, I, I would say that overall, what the problem with the film was is I was looking for Kingsman, okay? Mm-hmm. And what I, did you get? I got sort of Kingsman two. No, not really. Not really. <laughs> not, but not as bad as Kingsman Wait, two. Like- it's like Kingsman one point five. <laughs> So, in other words... What have I done to deserve n- this bullshit? N- not, not quite so bad. Not <laughs> quite so bad. Um, I think the, the things that happened in the film were not... The, the deal with me, the audience, was not made well enough for me to just brush past it. He didn't Nolan up. All right? Mm-hmm. What he did was... <laughs> this is the thing, right? Now, Matthew Vaughn is undoubtedly a favorite. However, after this movie, he's solidly hit and miss. Oh. He's Soderberging. That's what's happening. Okay. He's he's like I don't know. I have more to say about that in a moment. Okay, good. The things that the characters do, there are moments in the film where I'm like, dude, just kill him. You knocked him out or her out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just kill him. And there's they just they don't offer an explanation why it doesn't happen, and it's like plot armor. Problem, 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 problem. Mm -hmm. Right. The other things that don't ring true is that of the what did you say, two hundred, two hundred fifty million dollar budget? Yeah, that's what they're reporting. Although I've seen an article or two out there suggesting that even that may have been beefed up to try and generate interest in this film. That maybe it's not how much Apple spent on it. So, uh, how much of the budget, Paul, do you think was spent on Bryce Dallas Howard's personal trainer? Oh, okay, I said it. I said it. That's all I'm going to say. All right, I thought Paul was going to say it, but I fucking said it. All right, so there you go. I'm not. I mean, we'll revisit this later on. Okay, Paul, we'll revisit it later well, on. Wait, Cunt, moving on. <laughs> well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me say something to you, right? Bryce Dallas Howard, and I mean this, right? I think she's beautiful. I always have, especially in that first Jurassic Park movie. Right. And in this film here, yeah, for yeah. the most of the film, where you see her with the red hair, she's got a lovely nose, a, a, a beautiful teeth, and a great, like, I think she's beautiful. There's a stage in the film where her appearance changes, shall we say? Yeah, okay. Hated that. Hated the whole thing. Hated it. It was completely fucked it up. We'll talk about it later in spoilers. Okay. But yes, overall, Paul, <sighs> I'm sorry. It just, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. Honestly, I'm relieved at one level. <laughs> you were hoping to shit on me, weren't uh, you? that you didn't like it. I thought <laughs> you could come in here all guns blazing and suggest this was a three to three and a half star film. Uh-huh. Like, that was pretty good. I liked it. it was, this was good. That was good. That was a bit shit. That was good. This Look, I actually wanted to do that for you. I wanted to do it for the audience and say, hey, everyone, I loved it. I know everyone hated it, but I'm the guy who loved it. I didn't. I just didn't. If there was a choice, Wayne, between me 
re-watching this film and this optional extra. I think I'd rather eat some piss. <laughs> In other words. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get I it. hesitated to use that sound drop. Did you? Did because, you really, Paul? Because <laughs> how can you be Negatron when pretty much everyone agrees with you? All right. What's the, what, is the, what, are, what are the people saying, Paul? People are shitting on this. Some of our good friends in the podcasting world. We watched the things. David Powell and Billy Dunham, B. Dizzle, yeah. both absolutely went to town on this film. And they called you out for a couple of things. You said, in it, talking it up to our most anticipated films thing. Like, this Fair enough. Based on the fourth book in the series, that's all bullshit. You know that, right? This is written by uh, two authors, one male, one female, I can't remember the name, don't, me, don't care, who have written it under the name Ellie Conway, i.e. Bryce Dallas Howard's right, character's right, right, name right. in the film. So in other words, it kind of created this whole meta kind of crossover marketing yes, universe. Yes, yes. Right? So what, um, I saw two Matthew Vaughan interviews, one pre the, pre the right. launch, right, where he talked about the four things. Obviously, that was something he made up. And then after, where he said, look, I lied all through that interview, yep. which frankly is quite interesting to me. Right? What is it? Guerrilla marketing, <laughs> trying to trying to drum up interest. And you can see why. This is a damp squib of a film. Mm. This is disappointing. And I heard the, the tepid reviews and people kind of shitting on it. And I tried to put that to one side. As did I, Paul. And I went in just with yesterday I saw this in gold class as well. So I got my nice burger and I got my popcorn bucket and my frozen drink and no. I got a Sunday <laughs> halfway through and they were the highlights of this film. One. All right. Now, first of all, Paul, you've got it's to stop going to fucking average You've burger. got to stop going to gold class. They keep they serving were, you food and that becomes the fucking, that becomes were, the highlight. And there were eight <laughs> people in my cinema counted. That's eight. even better. And some of the disappointed groans that I heard from those people during the course of like, wow, this film is tanking. Oh, really? Now, I want to be really honest here and, and do something against the grain and say one of the twists I liked, it explained about 90% of the questions I had up to that point in the as film. As did I. As did like, I. Oh, okay. That, it, that's kind of better. Even though I don't like the mechanisms by which they showed this and the way they were doing it, I guess you've got to give Harry, Henry Cavill something to do. I thought that was all pretty badly handled. And here's my big rub and the point I wanted to make. Go on. What the fuck has happened to Matthew Vaughan? Let's chart his, car- his career here, Wayne. He yep. starts off as a producer for Guy Ritchie films, Lockstock and Snack. Uh-huh. Snatch. Snack. Snack. <laughs> that's another great film with Vinnie <laughs> Jones eating his way to the, the title. <laughs> And then he moves on to direct his first film, Layer Cake, which Layer is underappreciated gem. The fucking one of the better movies great, I've seen. Great crime film. And then he does Stardust, which I think is also underappreciated. It's kind of yes. like The Princess Bride for that generation. Which where, I, where I believe he met Henry Cavill. Okay. Yep. Yeah, they were in that film yep, together. Yep. Uh, also and starring Daredevil. Daredevil yep, yep, Charlie, Charlie Cox. Cox. And then he goes on to do Kick Ass. That's great as well. There These are X- all winners, Paul. X Men First Class. I fucking love X Men. Around X-Men the first same class. time as The Kingsman, which is an absolute banger of a film. Right. Up until here... This is a fucking golden boy at this stage, am I right? Like, he is... He's not, he's I adore X-Men five First Class. I, I know you love that film. I'm, I'm okay on it, but I don't love the X-Men film, mm. so I'm, don't, don't count my opinion. Then we see the first crack in the armour. Mm. The Golden Circle. Yep. Which most people don't like very much, and even we were very disappointed on. And then he does The Kingsman, which, again, hit and miss. The Kingsman, yeah. King, the Kingsman, that's yep. right. Some moments are good, other moments there was a very way too long. odd big call. Uh, this is the thing about Matthew Matthew Vaughan. I'll say this for him: he takes very big swings, he does, and it don't work out a lot. And now we're here at Argyle, and this is the worst directed of them all. The CGI in this film is an atrocity, yeah, Wayne, yeah, for two hundred million dollars minimum, apparently, according to Wikipedia and the articles I read online at Vanity Fair and the like. It's horrible. Why the fuck is this cat? 
so all over this film. Now, uh, I have a little answer for that, Paul. Please. I believe that between the cat, Henry Cavill's asshole, and a female author, they're trying to get the chick market. I think, I think. I think that's what they're doing. It's misguided. It's misguided. It's well, mis- here's, If you're going to have a cat, have a cat. Yes, augment it with CGI. Don't make it so awful. Some of these scenes, Wayne, the back... He's I, forgotten how to shoot action. Well, I, I believe, I believe that the reason the cat looks so CGI is to remove any... any Hint worry about RSPCA-ness of, 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 yeah. of animal cruelty. This what, is clearly what the fuck cat would sit in a, in a box like that or a backpack. It's like actually that. his daughter's cat. It's, it's Matthew mod- Vaughn's model- daughter's actual cat. Modeled on that, okay. Yeah, no, the actual cat's in the film when there's a cat they're filming. Right. Everything yeah. else is yeah. Yep. So you know, there's that. I believe that's what's going on with the cat. I didn't mind the cat, Paul. Cat I didn't shat mind me. the cat. Cat shat me. The action shat me. Some of the choices this script makes shat me to tears. Can't talk about until tool spoilers. All right. Well, let's talk about and this. I fucking hate it. Hated some of these climactic battle scenes. That was so bad. I can't wait to get into they it. They left me with this most bitter, awful taste in my mouth. Because uh, up to halfway through the film, I'm like, eh, this is fine. It's not good. It's fine. Oh, there's a nice little twist, which I didn't 100% see coming. Okay, that's all right. Hang on. It only works until you think about it for one iota of a second. I'm like, uh-huh. This is dumb. Mm. This movie is dumb. It wants. To, it thinks it's much, much smarter than it is. And it thinks it's much cleverer than it actually comes out on screen. And it reeks of pomposity in my mind. <laughs> uh, I didn't get the pompousness of it. What I did get was that... word up. If so, fucking add it to the dictionary. <laughs> Pomposarianism. <laughs> um, okay, so the first action sequence, which is more or less showed to you in the trailer. Yeah. Let's just say it went on from there, from the, let's, you know, whatever. That, I believe, was looking at it. Now, if you're an audience member, and I heard this among, among the throng of people I saw it with, it was on purpose ridiculous. All right. The first bit's okay in the narrative of the story. With the fine. driving along, yeah, okay. Because um, it's I won't yeah, because it. because you find out that it's actually <laughs> yeah, okay. And in that regard, yes, okay. You think oh, you breathe a high sigh of relief. You're like, oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. When yes. you understand what's going yeah. on, right now, I, I, for what not for one second did I think that whole thing was actually in the real world. No, so. no, no. Because you're kind of told that <laughs> it's a character thing, right? So then, what happens? I I believe the actual way that the movie shakes out, insofar as showing you how that references and sort of you know what the what the movie means and stuff. That's not misguided. It's fine. It's good. It's probably good. Fine to good. Uh, insofar as it shows you how that figures into what you find out about the film. I didn't mind that at all. What I did mind is, as you say, uh, you would argue that towards the end there are perhaps two very big action set pieces, mm-hmm. right? Both suck. <laughs> Some of them, one of them, arguably the worst action sequence I'm, in the last five years. I'm interested to see which of the two yeah. you think is the worst it's, one. It's so hard we'll, to tell. We'll get, I, I know. The other one's in the top five, don't get me wrong. There's problems with either of them. I, I would say, I've heard people say that they love them though. I've heard people say Look, that again, and I and I and I, here, I wish I had those. People. I'm not here to shit on anyone's fucking salad sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> if you like those things, more power to you. I fucking hate it. Yeah, I, I I wish I liked them. How's that? Except you, I'd shit on your sandwich because of course you were here in the show. Literally, like yeah. one time I had a sandwich made just for your asshole to wipe. <laughs> um, so that's yeah, okay. All right, let's hit the yeah. Let's do it. Let's, let's, go, let's get to this. Let's get. This to is this. not a good film. Where I'm certainly not recommending it. Are you? Uh... Who are you that I'm recommending it to, Paul? Because if it's just a fun romp, right? It's a fun thing and you want to not think for a while. That's a no. All right. It's not, <laughs> a, it's not a terrible film. It's just not good as, as it should have been. Well, and hence disappointment comes into play. Most deaf. I mean, you must be disappointed. There's no other way. I'm definitely disappointed. There's no doubt. Fair enough. All right, here we go then. Let's get into it on the other side of, well, no one's more appropriate here than Jack. You can't! 
can't handle the truth. Matthew Vaughan. And the truth is that your film fucking sucks because <laughs> you made some absolutely ridiculous decisions along the way. This film could have been, I believe, a tight 100-minute caper. If this wants to be a comedy. It's not funny. It's barely funny at any point during the entire I believe film. the only comedic elements that worked were came from Mr. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Uh, actually, we should have said that at the top. The best thing about this movie is Sam Rockwell. Most deaf. And easily. he did dance, so he gets a little danced. bit of a bonus for me. And he danced. He is easily by far doing the, the heavy lifting of Absolutely. this movie. Henry Cavill has to play it a certain way because of his character, which we can now speak to. He's a fictional character mm. who is created by Ellie Conway. He's the character keeps, of her book. Oh, fucking, I hated this device where she keeps seeing him rather than Sam Rockwell. It was so badly put together and edited together. Let's talk about it, okay? So when that happened, I remember chortling to myself because when, when, when it switches to Henry Cavill in the same spot, he's giving her a wink and a nod and yep. it's no problem and he's posing and stuff. I thought it was funny. What did happen though is it kept on going. Oh, right? Everything until the reveal of her character happens. And that's the studio going, hey, do you know how much we paid for this yes, Cavill exactly. fuck? As I said, you've got to Let's give use Henry him. Cavill something to do, which right? then don't get Henry Cavill. Get someone else who's beefcake and good looking. He's putting and asses on the haircut. seats. He's putting asses on the seat. Put, put my ass, ass on the, the seat. seat. Yeah. He put a lot of bitches' asses on the seats, Paul, including this bitch, me. <laughs> All right, so I'm um, just saying. Like, I see why he's there, and I see that he didn't spend that many days on set. And it's funny. All the press that Matthew Vaughn's doing is with Henry, not with Sam. Mm. Or Bryce Dallas Howard. No, so. no. Well, she's probably directing The Mandalorian or something. <laughs> I don't know. I know what she's not doing. Ooh. Never mind, Paul. All right. So <laughs> Actually, we'll get to that, because there's something I need to tell you about that. And frankly... Paul's usually the harsher one on this one, all right? I love me a few big ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Just look at my history. Um, it's like, <laughs> but but Paul's like, hey, okay, so Dating there you go. and internet browser history. <laughs> hey, there is a Botticelli phase that, uh, anyway, the point is, right? <laughs> what, the, what the hell? <laughs> no! 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 Uh, look, can we just get into that? So, go on. she turns out to be... And what I think is the film's best twist. Absolutely. This is the best part of the film. She is an ex-spy herself, the best, the king of the spies, the queen of the spies, the emperor of the spies, and she has Empress. kicked all the asses, and she has been deactivated after some kind of accident. And, and her name is Rachel Kyle, hence our which was which was cool. And Catherine O'Hara and Brian Cranston are pretending to be her parents. And I knew that Brian Cranston, she, he was going to be the dad. I absolutely knew that. You didn't know that? Time. I didn't Saw know that. Coming. I didn't know Well done. And then... Oh, okay. So they're all in on it. She's and Catherine O'Hara. Is she, I thought she was dead. So when she popped up three scenes later, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm well, not, long. Not yeah, that I'm shocked. But anyway, exactly. They all brainwashed her because they brought with an MK Ultra kind of experiment to make her, for some strange reason, which I'm not quite clear on, Wayne. Maybe you can help me here. Go on. They decided not to remind her who she was, but pretend create an identity of who she wasn't to access her repressed memories. Why not just fucking get the direct answers from her? My understanding is yep. that she had defected to be not an agent of the what were they called the syndicate the directorate whatever the they directorate, called it. She was she was in fact like was the, she she was playing both sides off against each other. Even Sam Rockwell's character wasn't one hundred percent sure what was going on. Well, that's the thing. She was a double agent, and like a double agent, they could be a triple agent. So I think the directorate, right? Let's call them the bad guys. When she lost her memory because of the the accident or whatever, right? Explosion. Wasn't yeah, it? they yeah. collected her. And said, we're not really the division, sure. The division. the division. The division. We're not sure exactly which side she's on. So when she lost her memory, they gave her the MK Ultra fucking Manchurian candidate. If thing. you can reprogram someone's brain to be a completely different person, I'm pretty sure 
you can work out whether they were or not legitimately going to go against you. I'm willing to give the movie. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No, no, well, I'm willing to give the movie. Well, you're the shrink, like. But I'm saying to you, like, perhaps the only way in was to mold them into their own village and then give her this subtext of you're a writer, write some stuff. She ends up writing her subconscious. That's how they get information out yeah, of her. Yeah. It's a five year long project. Look, that's not my biggest problem with the film, which is something that kind of ran up against. Yeah, I think you've alluded to it. It's hard to believe someone like her could be the world's greatest. Spy. All right, so here's let's just get let's the, just get the into this action Paul. hero. All right, so here's the thing. The thing that no, here's the problem. Here's the thing that works for the deception works against the deception after the reveal. You're seeing a normal sized, perhaps slightly overweight woman. Yep. Right, and that's. If you're a female author who's very comfortable, you may well look like that. I still maintain she's beautiful. Yeah. Right? Then after but if she's you're an a agent, super spy. Because they cut back to her being the super spy yep. who's kind of a good, wearing wearing tight stuff. Very yeah, but very black, very slimy. Very black and slim. And I'm like, hang on. Literally, I say this as a fat cunt myself, Paul. <laughs> you can't move that fast with that level of weight. You certainly can't move like Sam Rockwell does when he punches her and she goes, you know, she looks very uncomfortable with fighting him off. Not one second does that ring true. It doesn't. And I was sitting there going, this is a problem. This is a real problem. You could have just, and I see why. I can forgive all that and buy into all that if everything was shot better and it was better choreographed and there wasn't so much fucking bullshit CGI in the background trying to cover up all this shit. Exactly. Yeah, it's just it's on every level. I found that this didn't really work for me. You and also, you created an identity for someone out of nowhere, and then she becomes this world famous author, the most arguably the sort of J.K. Rowling of of spies. You know, they, they mentioned John Le Carre and whoever yep. else, and they were spies. And mm-hmm. yet, somehow, she's come out of nowhere, and no author, no journalist has done a deep dive finding out. Oh, Ellie Conway, let's find out her history. Well, to be honestly, who who dives into Lee Child, the Reacher author? No one. Who the fuck? No, no, they absolutely do. Do they? Yeah. If if you go, these people go to the ends of the earth to appeal to the fandom. Like everyone knows everything about J.K. Rowling. Everything. Everyone knows everything about Stephen King. Let's talk about John Le Carre though. Well, because he's, he's a spy. spy. He was anyway. See, okay. I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind Still, that so much. Right? I mean, I don't think you can manufacture someone into into existence. You know, it would have worked if they had cut back to her as a spy in the the d- division. And and CGI made her thin, and then that way. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait. Sorry, listen, listen, listen. I'm not being a cunt here, right? And that way, when she gets into her it's coma, nice you, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, listen, listen. At, when because then she would have been fighting fit at that stage. But then when she got into the coma, and over the five years of her becoming an author, yeah, yeah. she acted like a normal person. She didn't train or eat like a spy, so she put not on weight. Like, yeah, yeah, that would have that would have worked. That would have worked. So, but of course, in this day and age, you can't CGI trim a fucking actress, can no, you, Paul? No, you can't. So I'm just saying. Anyway, so that's the plot. All right, so that's the plot. And then there's a ridiculous moment, like shoots you in the chest. And I mean, I saw that. I set that up and it's so fucking dumb. And then she says- A sucking chest wound that she just plugged with, like, with a, a hanky or something, yeah. right? And, and then like, he's up and he's fighting and he's killing people left, right and center. Yeah. Fight. I'm like, I get it. It's a silly film. But, I know, but that's a lot. But that's a lot to really take. But you're really asking the audience to buy a whole heap of a lot of shit here. And she shot him with a 45 or a 38. But this is not- It the wasn't most, a 22. This is not the most egregious moment. I was like, eh, two and a half stars, maybe. And then we get the finale- on what turns out to be an oil tanker in the middle of the ocean, which is where the division have made their home. And we get two of, as mentioned, the most silly, ludicrous, idiotic fucking action sequences. The first of which is this dance routine, which I assume what you were calling back to earlier. Right now, here's what happened. While they're shooting people in coloured smoke, and I'm like, what is this? All right, let's talk about this now. With the most shit fucking cover of Snow Patrol's run. In is the that background. what it was? Oh, I didn't recognize so that. So bad. All right, so check it out. 
Initially, when they go to the facility, there's a shot, there's a, there's a scene where Sam Rockwell and Bryce Dallas Howard do that, that whirly bird or whatever move, and <sighs> so they're dancing. Now, I fell asleep through that, so when I, the first viewing, saw them, I get them fighting their way out and using coloured smoke. I don't mind the spectacle of beautiful coloured smoke, because it looked like a beautiful shot in the trailer. It looked like CGI. Crap. Yeah, it was very CGI. But... What happened was they started dancing, Paul. I know. They started dancing. I they know. started using moves. They started flipping. They started coordinating. They started like, it was this. Sh- and you know what? I have probably seen this work in other movies, but it didn't work here. And now I can no. tell you that at the second, on the second viewing, I actually did like it better. I'll say that to you, right? But because I saw them dance before, Oops. now they're dancing again. So it's like, oh, okay. It's a homage. They're already dancers together. It was about 20% better. Okay. But that Genius. actual, yeah, that actual scene there where they're like, you know, there's just you couldn't see much because there's so much CGI smoke. And yeah, they did the thing where they where they were you're using thermograph kind of like goggles or something, so you see who they're actually shooting. But it was for a spectacular spectacular event. It was wildly unspectacular. Oh, it was so bad. It was so egregiously awful. Like I said, there were groans in my audience from people out loud expressing how unhappy they were with this. Moment in time, like wow, Whereas this stinks. I saw some people laughing and clapping. Okay, I actually wow. saw that. So I'm saying it's, it's a, it's a look. Everything's everything's relative. subjective, exactly. And then we get Bryce Dallas Howard's character Ellie slash our guile on homemade skates. Okay, now let's talk about this, Paul. In a oil spilled covered floor, because apparently you can't fire a gun until you can fire a gun, which he does later there. on. I'm like, what the fuck? The there. whole, the whole last. Three minutes this has just been rendered pointless because you just went and did what they all said not to do anyway. Yes. Now, here's the. let's just go through my issues with that scene. One, if you are in a concrete-covered floor and it's full of crude oil, I don't know how flammable crude oil is, right? It may or may not be. Yeah, I'm not I. sure. I just don't know, right? But they make the point of saying... And you all can't fire because flashes could... Fire. Exactly. Because it's fumes. In Alien, Dwayne, a slightly better film, <laughs> there's a moment in that film where they realize they're underneath a reactor and if they fire their stand arounds, they could set off the reactor and it could blow. And that's why Hicks pulls out his uh, fucking shotgun and yeah, he says, and, what, Paul? And he says, I like to keep his handy for close, close encounters. encounters. exactly. And then there's a moment when they're getting over on the aliens and Vasquez and Drake just go, let's rock and start firing their guns anyway. And guess what? It sets off the reactor, which sets up the rest of the film. Good writing. Well done. This film goes, hey, you can't fire fucking guns because you'll blow us all up in this crude oil. They all put knives out, boys, and they all pull out their knives. And everyone's got a knife, by the way. Yeah. Now that's fine. I can believe that. Here's the thing. So she goes, "Hey, I'm a skater, right?" So she busts out knives and steps on them with her boots, and that becomes the blades of her skates. Hey, Paul. That's exactly how ice skates work, Wayne. Forget that, Paul. Have you ever, I don't know, raked? Okay, I've done this because I had a misspent youth. If you actually rake a knife or any kind of sharp thing <laughs> across a fucking, but uh, across crude oil, Wayne. Concrete. <laughs> It, it causes sparks, Paul. You can't <laughs> fucking do that. All right. Now, again, I know it's supposed to be Silly. a lark, yeah, yeah. but only so many times can you do that before I go, hang on a second. All right. And then, as you said, she does the zing zing, takes people out with a bayonet, boom, boom, boom. And then, and then, then she just decides to fire anyway. And does a stupid whirly a twirl on one foot shooting. And you know how that came about, Paul? Brian Cranston at some stage goes, fuck, she's killing everyone. Fuck it, everyone. Fire anyway. And then she starts firing. What, did she hear that on their fucking mics? Fuck you. So it's bullshit. It right? is, it it's is bullshit. The culmination of a pretty poor film in one or two really, really bad scenes. Uh, and then, yeah, the guy... Anyway. So, sorry, just to survived. answer the question, which was the worst? Was it the first one or the second one? I, I found the dancing even more egregious yes. than that. Now, I was sitting there going, like this and like... Because, like, you know, I don't like musicals and... Da-da. Well, that's that, right? But I do. And my girl next to me is sitting there going, and she sees me sort of bury my face. And she's like, what? And I'm like, that, that didn't work. 
That didn't work. It just didn't work, okay? And I'm the guy who's like, I hope it works. No, you're right? the guy who said this would be the best film of the year. And I'm not having, not having to go at you. No, no. It I, looked good on I'm paper. Telling you, I'm telling yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm being honest with you about it. Now, when it comes to shit decisions from characters, Paul, as I alluded to before, there are two circumstances where Sam Rockwell knocked out Brian Cranston and yes. shot Catherine yeah, O'Hara. One, one. Just put a bullet in his head. Yep. Second time. They're in the fucking control room and fucking our The first Kyle. time, he does explain, if you kill me, the Division will never stop hunting you. So maybe that's an explanation for why I didn't finish him off. Maybe. But the second time, you're absolutely right. The second time, Rachel knocked both of them out and then just walked away. Yep. I'm going to kill them both. This is over. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, that's all shit. This really pissed me off, right? <laughs> Brian Cranston, at the very end, he realizes Rachel and fucking Sam Rockwell are in the server room and they're about to send the file. So he grabs his bullshit gun, no, which no, was no. set up. Hang on, hang on. Before that, right? He himself knows they can't send the file right. because there's yes. a retina scan like yes, firewall, true. right? So he goes, better do something. You gotta do something yourself or whatever. Cocks his gun. And then Paul, he takes the very retinas that they need <laughs> down to that room so they can shoot him. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. And look, they do circumvent that by doing something else up till because the cat scratched his eyes and blah, blah, blah. But like, that's not a fucking smart move. I would sit there and go, I'm going to wait for these motherfuckers to starve down there or send my people down there. Whatever. I'm not going to bring my eyes down there yeah. that they can fucking do it. And we're so- really hammering on the end of this film because it's, again, it's so egregiously bad. The last half an hour of this film, 40 minutes of this film. They, as you say, they have to go upstairs and, with some bullshit roundabout way, log into something else and then send the, the file to Samuel Jackson who got the, the fucking best paycheck. Whatever Samuel Jackson pay, got paid for this film, he was paid too much. He literally sits at a fucking desk other than one scene where he lays things out and explains things. And goes for a walk. Oh, and goes go. for a walk. He sits there clapping and reacting to a Lakers game. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, Sam. Woohoo. Because Paul does that, everyone. Don't stretch, don't stretch <laughs> yourself too far. And I get paid for it. Yeah, no, it was the thing. I no, think that's, I, that, that's paying your dues, okay? That's what happens. When you're that big, yeah, you yeah. don't just do that. That was but just a, a by the by. I wanted to say something. I, re- I referred to how Rachel's look changed from Ellie Conway oh, yeah, to our Kyle. Yeah. That fucking horrific... She, she changed to blonde hair and she had this red, so, sorry, yellow sequin dress. She looked like shit. She looked like Adele in the old days. Oh, it was, <laughs> I was like, guys, who's the costume people? How did you make her look worse? Well, oh, because that's what you and Looper wore in the early scene. Ah, fuck! I want to throw up. It was it, look. They, version they, they did. They did a dirty on like they, they needed to make it better because you but actually just look. You said it. That, those suits they're wearing, they're fucking garbage as well. Like I don't I often notice fashion no, in I'm, films. I understand they're going for a look here and stuff like that. But yeah, I actually don't. I don't care for the costume designer nah. one bit. Like nah. this is this poor. It's like the rest of the film poor. Yeah, it's no um, man from Uncle. Let me tell but you. But to that. finish the point, they go up there, they send the the file, and then so apparently this MK Ultra thing, as run by Catherine O'Hara's head of psionics or whatever the fuck she calls it, is so elaborate and sophisticated. Not only did they recreate a whole new personality and life for Ellie, yep, they also managed to weave in a command directorate where she will kill whoever she can just now order her to do. I'm like oh, Winter this Soldier, is fucking dumb. Yeah. Uh, this is the thing. Uh, by the by, the time you get to the end of this film, there's so many sort of crowbar on elements. Oh, right? we're not done yet, Wayne. Please go. But on. you're all right. Yes. Yeah, it's like oh, that doesn't work. And then like to create tension towards the end, there's this like oh, she's turned, she's activated, and now she's fighting Sam Rockwell, who he, could easily beat her up because and he, he moves won't, faster, and he won't because which and is and bullshit. The film shows that he won't because you know, apparently self preservation is not a thing. So he's in love with her. Fuck off. Exist. Fuck off. He's a spy. In the end. To save the humanity or whatever it was there, he would actually fight back. Yes, that's right. Because I none of it, it doesn't ring true, and that's the problem with the whole movie. It doesn't ring true. Fuck, I hate it more now than when I started. Yeah, and then Wayne, we go get, on. It's all wrapped up. Okay, well there it is. Oh, they also blow up a fucking oil tank in the middle of the ocean. Don't worry about yeah, any, Exxon Valdez, yeah, motherfucker. Don't worry about any fucking environmental impact. That's cool. 
because it was a nice explosion. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> she's doing the calling back to the start of the film. She's doing a, a she's finishing the last chapter of the final book. She's doing a and A, and then Henry Cavill stands up with a shit ass fucking wig and asks a question. And it's like, hang on. We've just established Henry Cavill was just a character in a book and she was really with Henry Cavill in real life. So who the fuck is this guy? Well, that's the and idea, then Paul. they go even further and they have a mid credit sequence where it's implying he's a Kingsman. Like, oh my God, fuck this film. Paul, that was the best fucking part of the movie. Oh, no, it wasn't. No, it was because here's the thing. All of a sudden when oh. you know he's a fabrication, then he stands up and says, I got a question for you, but you may have some for me, right? And she was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm like, wait a minute. Because that actually makes it mean more other than, no. other than Argyle was just something else, no. right? Then they cut back and it's the king's man. He's the, weaving in his thing, right? It throws everything into question that you've just seen. Well, that's the idea here. Oh. That's his book one. Well, well no, what is this? The movie book one or Coming something. Coming soon. Oh, fuck right? off. I know. I'm still going to see it, right? But like, uh, oh, I don't know. Let's see what he does yeah. between now and then. Honestly, to me, that gave it more gravitas. Hang on, was there some reference here where there's a ping of truth that is actually something that is even more meta again? This was shit. That was better that was than shit. that was better than like anyway. Don't I mean it's not that the Kingsman has really gone in leaps and strides, but don't make it worse by incorporating this bullshit into it. I actually like that most of all. The fact that wow. the, the, that that universe and this universe are slightly Hated slightly it. together. Hated it. Nothing more to say, Wayne. This film fucking sucks. And yes, I have gotten worse on it the more we've talked about it today. I had come in ready we'll leave your score for a second. Go on. I had come in today ready to give this a you know, thirty five, thirty six. Dropping it at 32. Okay, it's... <laughs> Look, I had come in ready to give it a 55. What? That's a pass. I know. And now it's a 49. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank but you know what? No, look, I God. still think some people would have had a good time with this. What did you say the box office is doing, Shitty? 40 million. Fuck, how long, how long is it open? It's been out. This came out week before last. So that includes its opening weekend. Uh, it is a massive that's failure. A I don't think you need to worry about it unless they've already inked the, the deal. They on. have not because Matthew Vaughn in an interview said, hey, let's see how it goes. And we're like, mm, well, I guess you know now. Yeah. So Then I read that. somewhere saying that apparently there is two more Kingsman films coming and one more Eggsy Kingsman film. We'll see about that, maybe. <laughs> he lays another log like this. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, this film sucks. Even Wayne... Sadly, and I'm not, this is not something to champion. This is the first real disappointment of the year, and I am very, very sorry and sad about that. Particularly because you're looking forward to so much, and you know, as much as we give each other shit, I did feel bad walking down. Fucking Wayne. If Wayne likes that film, I'm gonna shit all over him. But if he didn't like it, I feel bad for him. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. No, it's it's a it's a it's a hell of a disappointment. And frankly, in my estimation now, Matthew Vaughn, like he's dropped quite no, heavily because he needed. He should have known this. He's dropped it's completely. Like I said, his recent output has been pretty terrible. What's happened to Matthew Vaughn? You know what? I'm going to tell you something real quick. I acquired a copy of the original Kingsman Secret Service, mm-hmm. right, just to show it to someone. At the end, you know the butt joke that everyone yep. has a problem with. They cut it out. In really? Movie, it's just not there, and it completely destroys destroys the end of the movie because you're like, what the fuck happened there? Well, for you, it would. What no, but it actually like there's no button on the movie. Like for instance, in in the Kingsman, which is this is this is sad, right? But the way that they put the end of this movie before the the mid credit sequence, yeah, is that Sam Rockwell is about to sneeze, and then he stops. Oh, it falls alarm from slum. Then the Henry Cavill reveal, yeah, and then it cuts to Sam Rockwell. Choo! Roll credits. That's the, that's how he puts a moment in the scene to end yeah, the scene, yeah, right? Yeah. So there's no butt fucking in the other one. So there you are. So no, anyway, all kinds of disappointment for Wayne today then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us for this review of the first big disappointment of 2024. What did you think of Argyle? Do you disagree? Do you agree? Let us know via email at the countdownpodcast at gmail.com on X at 
the countdown PC. You can like and follow the show through Podbean where we host. Check out the Facebook list community where there will be hopefully some discussion about this film that will pop up there. Link is in the show notes and our website, thecountdownpodcast.com for links to everything else, Patreon and the like that you need to know about the show. Thanks again. My name is Paul. My name's Wayne. And this has been the soundboard. Suck my dick. Just argo. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Lighter, lighter, as if you-